even if you take sports all the way, right? Like I, I went to the Olympics, took it all the way. It's still such a small part of your life, but the skills that you learn as an athlete are applicable forever. And we want to make sure that we're honing those skills, helping these girls be the best athletes they can be, but also, you know, use them for everything else in their lives. Welcome to the Sports Business Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Berger. You can find the Sports Business Radio Podcast 15 years, over 600 episodes featuring conversations with the biggest names in sports like David Stern, Pete Carroll, Chris Abbott, Jeannie Buss, Michael Vick, Andre Iguodala, Mark Cuban, Tom Rinaldi, Charles Barkley, Jack Nicholas, Lindsey Vaughn, Eric Spolster, Aaron Rodgers, and Steve Nash on iTunes or at sportsbusinessradio.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the Sports Business Radio podcast on iTunes, and everyone who posts a review on iTunes will be eligible to be selected to join us in our studio audience at one of our Sports Business Radio roadshows presented by Boingo. And we're also on Spotify now, so you can find us there. Follow us in between podcasts on Twitter at SB Radio. We've been named a top 50 followed by Forbes.com for three consecutive years, and on Instagram at Sports Business Radio. A very special interview on this week's edition of Sports Business Radio with a good friend, Carolyn Joyce, former Olympian, uh, decorated swimmer. And the nice thing about this, and we'll take a picture and, and post it on Instagram and it'll be our podcast cover. We are actually conducting this interview overlooking the ocean on the Manhattan Beach Pier. This is pretty awesome. Carolyn, how are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How can you beat this weather? And uh, I went to school here at Loyola Marymount. You live in Los Angeles now. How are you liking uh, living in L.A.? I love it. Have you ever had a better set location than this? We're literally on the like the water is below us. <laughs> this is amazing. This is pretty good. We were in Maui uh, earlier in the year okay. for a golf tournament. <laughs> But this is pretty nice. And, you know, every time I come back to L.A., I feel like I'm coming to one of my homes since I did live here for five years and went to school here. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, we were just saying, like, we need to be able to strike it big so we can have like one of these huge houses right on the strand here in Manhattan Beach. Isn't that the dream? But I noticed when I walk up and down um, the strand in the winter, like these houses that are just on the ocean, no one's there. Because it's, like, too cold in L.A.? Like, where are they? Where does everybody go in the winter? Well, this is the funny thing. Uh, I've done some road shows down here before, and it's been, like, December, January. And, you know, it gets down to 65 <laughs> degrees here. And people have their Ugg Look boots on. Yeah, you're... <laughs> You gotta see Kara's jacket when we, uh, post a picture of this. It's like a snowstorm is coming. Everyone here, like, oh, I gotta put four wheel drive in motion. I gotta put the ski boots on for 65 degrees. Come on. It's almost like you get acclimated to your climate. And so, like, I grew up in upstate New York, right? Like, I am used to getting feet of snow and, and climbing out the window to <laughs> shovel out the front door. Um, but now that I'm out in California, like, 60 is kind of chilly, you know? Like, I, I feel like I, I it's osmosis. I picked it up from the people out here. Like You've become soft. I, I have, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> So we've had you on the show before. Uh, you're doing lots of interesting things. Uh, one of the things you're doing is you have found an incredible event uh, for young women. You're bringing some of your fellow Olympians to come speak at the event. But tell us about the LEAD Sports Summit. 
Yeah, so the Lead Sports Summit, we are turning, um, geez, we're turning two years old in April. So the company will actually be two, but we're actually in the process of planning our third event. And the Lead Sports Summit is for teenage girls um, who swim. Uh, swimming's my background, and when I started the event, I just really felt like there needed to be something specifically for girls, and specifically in that age group that helped them with their confidence, that helped them with leadership and with nutrition, and um, and so I brought together all of the best women in my network that I could find, and I was like, hey guys, I have this idea, and everyone was in for it, and so um, the event's incredible. It's it's four days. It's in Atlanta, Georgia, and. As great as it is for the girls that attend, I almost feel like it's a, it's like it's a healing weekend for the women that are working the event too. It's 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 so amazing to bring so many powerful women together who want to do this because it's something they would have loved when they were younger. And I think that's something that we all all the people that put this on, we all have this in common. It's like what did we need and and how can we, you know, service these girls? Um so it's it's been a really great project. Um, I'm so incredibly proud of it. And, and yeah, thanks for asking about it. <laughs> well, we've talked about this, but as the daughter to a 14 year old, this is so important. These are the formative years of their lives. And the thing that I love about your event is it's not just, Hey, here's how to swim or here's how to be a more competitive swimmer. You're teaching them life skills that they will be able to use their entire lives. Absolutely. And we have had parents that are like, okay, so your event's four days. How many hours of in-water time is it? And I'm like, oh, um, we, I mean, we do one small little like pool session. It's actually like really fun and relaxed. If you're looking for a swim camp, I'm happy to recommend, you know, a dozen great swim camps that I know about, but this, that's not what this is. This is really to help girls cultivate their leadership skills, their confidence, because you naturally learn and are exposed to so many incredible things as an athlete, right? We're exposed to um, being a part of a team, something bigger than ourselves, um, great communication skills, um, putting yourself on the line. And even if you take sports all the way, right? Like I, I went to the Olympics, took it all the way. It's still such a small part of your life, but the skills that you learn as an athlete are applicable forever. And we want to make sure that we're honing those skills, helping these girls be the best athletes they can be, but also, you know, use them for everything else in their lives. And you've had some decorated people there, Missy Franklin and others that come and speak. So obviously they get to listen to you, which is wonderful, but they get to hear from some pretty uh, prominent and decorated people that, that they look up to. And, you know, I always say as a parent, my daughter wants to basically listen to anyone but me right now. <laughs> so she'll listen to you, and I'm sure the girls that come to your event will listen to you guys probably much more than they'll listen to their own parents. It's good for them to hear those other voices. Yeah, it's it's almost like if you're the person that's telling your kid to make their bed in the morning, like they don't want to hear you tell them that, you know, it's okay for them to, um, you know, let their confidence falter from time to time or it's it's okay to stand behind the blocks and, um, you know, have like some fears that come over you and here's how you're going to overcome. No, no, you told me to do the dishes like that's all I hear. And, and so to have another voice in their life, you know, a, a mentor or you know, a woman who has been in those positions has been in those shoes before. It's, it's really powerful. And I think especially that age demographic girls, 13 to 18, they love to relate to people that are very similar to them and, and can communicate and have been through exactly what they've been through. And 
um, for some reason, mom and dad don't make the cut when you get to a certain age. <laughs> and, and it's really helpful to hear it from from another voice. And, and we're fortunate to work with truly incredible women. And, and they're women that I look up to. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I love about our summit is we have different keynotes and different panels on on topics with um, our Olympians that come and also the specialists that come and speak. And all of the women come and listen to each other. You know, if it's the leadership keynote, we're still going to have all the Olympians in the back that are excited to hear about leadership from their peers. Um, so I think that's that's something that's really special and unique about what we can put together. Are you available on a per hour basis to talk to my daughter as need be to reinforce some of the things I'm trying to get through to her? I will talk to Sophia anytime. <laughs> you, she has my number, I think. If she doesn't, you give it to her, but I'll talk to her anytime. Oh, <laughs> so give a plug. Uh, what's the website if people want to learn more information about your event? Absolutely. It's leadsportsummit.com, L-E-A-D, Lead Sports Summit. And we're on social media, Lead Sports Summit on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, we have a great feed that it's inspirational. I love checking our feed every morning. Um, we have a good crew that, that does that. And um, yeah, t- check us out. It's Labor Day weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's for teenage girl swimmers. How did you come up with the idea for the event? Because I know that's an interesting story. <laughs> Well, so I retired from swimming after the 2012 Olympics in London. And I think like a lot of athletes that retire in their mid to late 20s, it's almost like you get the rug pulled out from under you. And you're like, what am I supposed to do now? It's it's literally like I remember the day I woke up. I had finally gotten back from London, um, you know, finished all my media obligations. and, And this one day I just woke up and I was like, wait a minute. I don't have to be anywhere. Nobody is expecting me to show up to any pool, any gym, any psychology class. Like I'm, I'm not accountable to anybody or anything. And that's a very weird, strange feeling, especially when, you know, you are accountable to a million different things and, and you have these goals that you're striving for. And all of a sudden it's just gone. Um, and so not to sound dramatic, but, but it's a really scary position to be in. And, um, so figuring out what your passion is after that and what you want to pursue, uh, can be kind of challenging. And, you know, for me, I'm still very, I love talking about swimming. I'm like the biggest swim geek you'll ever meet. And, um, I'll go toe to toe with anybody, but I just love swimming. And, um, I thought for sure, like I want to work in broadcasting and, you know, it's something I'm definitely still pursuing and I, I have gigs here and there, but I had an opportunity to attend, um, the ESPNW summit which is for women in sports broadcasting, women in sports. And it's, it's awesome. Put on ESPNW. And, um, I quit my job. I'd been working at a company that, that put on swim clinics and I was like, okay, I know that's not what I want to do. You know, I've since retiring, I've said yes to a lot of things and that kind of helps you weed out the things that you like and you don't like. And, um, and so I was like, I really want to pursue this broadcasting. And I quit my job. And I took my very last paycheck from my job and I, I bought myself a ticket to the ESPNW summit. And I had no like idea what was going to come of it, but, um, I was sure that doing that was going to change my life and change my career. And so after attending the summit and, and hearing just like, you know, my idols speak on stage, I felt very moved. And while I don't really know if that was going to project me into career in broadcasting, um, I knew that girls needed to experience what I had experienced. And one of the things that I had been working on, you know, I'd been mentoring a lot of teenage girls, um, in my, in the meantime, since retiring. And I was like, man, like 
all the girls that I work with, this would be a great opportunity to create an environment, create a platform for them to come and have these feelings that I'm having right now and to see their heroes on stage talking. So that's kind of the the long story, I guess, of how lead started. But um, but yeah, that's it. You're listening to Sports Business Radio with our guest, Carolyn Joyce. We'll be right back after this. When it comes to stadiums and arenas, every sports pro knows wireless wins. And when it comes to the best wireless technology for your venue, look no further than Boingo Wireless. Boingo is the largest operator of indoor wireless networks in the U.S., providing state-of-the-art Wi-Fi and cellular services that power amazing fan experiences. And Boingo makes keeping your stadium connected easy today and in the future. Thinking about 5G? Boingo's expert team helps you carry the ball through a complex technology landscape to deliver wireless solutions that will delight fans and deepen loyalty season after season. Here's another kicker. Boingo is simply the best connected experience for your business. With Boingo, stadiums and arenas enjoy unique operating efficiencies, revenue opportunities, and digital insights into their fan base. That's a win-win. Boingo works with major league sports venues like Soldier Field, Vivint Smart Home Arena, State Farm Arena, and university stadiums like University of Louisville and K-State. Our thanks to Boingo for their continued support of Sports Business Radio. We're excited to showcase how technology is changing the business of sports. If you would like more information on Boingo Wireless, visit boingo.com or email sports at boingo.com. Now, back to Sports Business Radio with our guest, Carolyn Joyce. It's amazing. And, you know, like you said, waking up after your career is over and you're still very young and figuring out how do I transition into the next chapter? It's something that all athletes face, men and women. Um, are there some either athletes or executives out there who you have watched and said, I like how they do their business. And, you know, maybe it's an athlete who's retired and transitioned into a career uh, after sports. Absolutely. Um, I, I always love looking ahead. I, I love to have women that I admire that I, you know, I follow their careers. And um, I've always been a huge fan of Summer Sanders. I mean, I, like I was eight when she won her gold medal and I remember that swim to this day and um Summer's become like a, a friend of mine like I can like talk to her and call her That's and stuff cool. yeah yeah when your heroes become your friends I know <laughs> um so definitely Summer Sanders but then there's also just women in business you know now that I am a, a female business owner um I follow so many different female entrepreneurs and you know obviously somebody like Sarah Blakely is is like incredible what she was able to accomplish with I think like $5,000 and and zero connections and but just a lot of grit and a lot of integrity in her business and a really great attitude um, has gotten her to where she is with her company and also people like you know Whitney Wolf Hurd or Jen Rubio or Sophia Amoruso um, just other young like-minded people like myself who do want to do good and give back um, and help other young women that's that's very admirable to me. So you mentioned uh, broadcasting in the future. I know you've done some broadcasting, but what would that look like for you if, if you have your way? <laughs> in a perfect world. Oh, man. Um, well, we need more swimming to happen because <laughs> I love talking about swimming. But um, honestly, I just uh, I really enjoy getting to know people. I'm very inquisitive. So I love talking to athletes. I love digging deep into what drives athletes to do what they do, because I know how it was for me. I know my personal experience, but 
every single experience is different and, and why people are passionate about why, you know, they pursue their sport to the fullest and, and, you know, what gets them out of bed every morning. But, um, I would love to cover all kinds of different swimming and, and just talk about different sports and, and women in sports, I think. But yeah, yeah. Good question, Brian. <laughs> and I know if I have my way, one of the things you're going to do very soon is start your own podcast, right? <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm definitely down for starting a podcast. So get used to hearing my voice more often, Brian. <laughs> that's good. See, and you said you're inquisitive about people too. So that's a perfect platform for you to learn people's paths and, and ask them the questions that you've always wanted to know. See, Summer Sanders might have to be a guest, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I would be honored. I, yeah. She's living in Spain right now. So Summer, when you get back from Spain, you're going to be my guest on my podcast. <laughs> Living in Spain. I mean, this is how the other world lives, either out here in Manhattan <laughs> Beach, living in Spain. I'm living in snowy Portland, Oregon. But at least today, I don't have to be in Portland, Oregon. I get to be here with you looking out on the ocean. What are some things that you uh, like to do for fun when you're not working or focusing on business? Um, I So I get asked this, like, what do you do for fitness now that you don't swim anymore? Because I don't. And I don't like, I think a lot of swimmers, once you retire from swimming, you're just kind of done. Like yeah. you don't really want to go to the pool and like do laps for recreation. Like <laughs> you don't want your skin to smell, your hair is like the chlorine scent. Like it takes years to like really get that out of your system. And mm -hmm. once it's gone, it's gone. Um, but I am a big on walking. So like I legit love to come to Manhattan beach and like go on like miles of walking, wow. um, get a lot of calls done, do a lot of thinking, but, um, I love to explore. So now that I'm out in LA, there's so much to do here. I was just saying, I went hiking in Rancho's Palos Verdes, not too long ago. Um, but yeah, I just try to get out, meet as many people as I can and, um, try to, try to work out every once in a while, you know, <laughs> Have you gone to any fun events since you've been here? Because, you know, I used to live here, too, and there's a lot to do. Have you gone to Disneyland yet? No. <laughs> oh, come on. we got to get you to Disneyland. Have you ever been to Disneyland? No. <laughs> oh, see, this you're like a unicorn. Yeah, am I? Yeah, I mean. Everyone goes to Disney? Everyone has been to Disneyland Disney or Disney World. No, adults, too. It's the happiest place on Earth. How have you not been to the happiest place on Earth? Now I feel like I'm missing something. I thought it was like a kid's thing. See, so Sophia and I are going to have to come down and, and yes. drag you to Disneyland. She can show me the ways. Yes. <laughs> See, she won't go on all the little kids' rides anymore, or she won't go visit the characters because she's 14, and that's not cool. So what do you do? What is there to do? There's fast rides. And, uh, there's, you know, there's the adult rides that you were too scared to go on when you were a kid Is and you did. Beer? They serve beer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I it's like $12 for a beer and like $30 to park and they don't leave any money on the table <laughs> at, right. uh, at Disneyland. But yeah, we gotta get um, you to Disneyland. I'm down. Take me. Okay. Uh, baseball games, basketball games, I'm hockey yeah, games, anything? Yeah. Honestly, I've had my head down, been working. Um, you know, we launched our event for um, 2019 in November, and um, we are selling like crazy. And it's just, it, we're still in the early stages of the business in general. So everyone's like, oh man, like being an entrepreneur, it's the dream, like having your own company. But I think what I struggle with is like parameters. When do I stop working? Because yeah. I'll work into the night if I, if there's more stuff to be done, I will stay up and do it. And um, since being out here, I have just gone exploring a little bit, but I've been working a ton, but 
I guess I, I need to go to a Lakers game. I need to go to the happiest place on earth. I need to, what else do I need to do? Well, we're going to try and get you out to uh, Sports PR Summit in New York in, in May. So that's... That's where all the cool people are going to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah. Get out to New York. Um, but yeah, I, I need to, I think I need to branch out more. Once it, once it warms up, to be honest, the 60 degree stuff like needs to go away. Once the sun really comes out, um, I'm sure I'll come out of my shell. <laughs> See, this is like a heat wave to me. I haven't seen the sun in like a month and a half. I'm, I'm bundled. I'm in a sweater and like a giant fur coat. <laughs> See, and we will post a picture of this so you can see exactly what, what Kara is talking about. Uh, social media. I know we've talked about that. How do you like to use social media? You can follow Kara on Twitter and Instagram at Kara Lynn Joyce. How's your social media game? You know, it could be better. I think this is what another thing I need Sophia for. Those 14-year-olds, like, <laughs> they can navigate that stuff. Um, I... I love social media, but I have a love hate with it. You know, like I, I love that I can connect to so many people, but I hate that it can suck my time away. <laughs> and I'm the like, rabbit yeah. Hole. I'm like, how did I get here? Um, but yeah, definitely follow me on social media. I like to update on, you know, what I'm up to when I'm working out. Um, once in a while I'll go swimming, but, um, yeah, I hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Those are my big ones. I'm not really much on Facebook or LinkedIn. And again, uh, your event, Lead Sports Summit, it's coming up. Uh, I assume if someone wanted to get involved with that effort, what's a good way to get in touch with you? Should they DM you on social <laughs> media or how do they get in touch with you to, uh, cause what you're doing is really great. And, you know, I'd love to see if there's a company out there listening to this and you want to support what Kara's doing and supporting young girls and, and just being a champion for them. Uh, how would people get involved? Well, I am a millennial, so you can DM me on social media and I'll always hit you back. Um, but shoot me an email, Kara at carolynjoyce.com. Um, and you can get me through my website. You can get me through the Lead Sports Summit website. But yeah, we're very responsive. Um, we get a lot of inquiries and, and we like to partner with a lot of great like-minded businesses. And, um, we've had a lot of luck with that. So, um, yeah, just Lead Sports Summit or at Carolyn Joyce. Um, shoot me a DM. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> Slide into your DMs. That's what the, the young people say now. Uh, I love the fact that during this conversation, we've had some seagulls fly by. So mm -hmm. luckily no one has hit us yet. Don't um, fix it. Yeah. It adds some ambiance, right? Brian, I would jump right off the edge of this pier into the water if we got hit by a seagull. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Do not jinx it. We're up pretty high. I mean, we're up really high, actually. Yeah, I would definitely be in the water. <laughs> All right, Carolyn Joyce, thank you so much for making the time to join us on Sports Business Radio. Again, follow Carolyn on Twitter and Instagram at Carolyn Joyce. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. The 2019 Sports PR Summit presented by the Players' Tribune will take place on Tuesday, May 21st at the Players' Tribune headquarters in New York City. The Sports PR Summit brings together senior PR and social media executives from across the sports world, along with elite athletes and national media members for a full day of on-stage discussions and networking. All attendees leave with ready-to-apply best practices and with a better understanding of how to maximize relationships with the media and the athletes they work with. This year's Sports PR Summit lineup features NBA Commissioner Emeritus David Stern, Sports Illustrated Executive Editor and 60 Minutes Correspondent John Wartime, and an exclusive roundtable discussion featuring elite athletes who work with the Players' Tribune. 
past Sports PR Summit speakers have included NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, NASCAR legend Jeff Gordon, NFL greats Michael Vick, Demarcus Ware, and Anquan Bolden, WNBA greats Lisa Leslie and Swin Cash, ESPN reporters Tom Rinaldi and Jeremy Schapp, The Atlantic reporter Jamel Hill, and my friend New York Knicks head coach David Fisdale. The Sports PR Summit has sold out each of its first six years. We only have 125 spots for senior PR and social media executives. Reserve your spot today by visiting sportsprsummit.com. I'll see you at the 2019 Sports PR Summit on May 21st at the Players' Tribune in New York City. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. Thanks to our friends at Boingo Wireless for powering our Sports Business Radio Roadshow. Follow them online at boingo.com or on Twitter at Boingo. Thanks to Hadley Heck. She's a student athlete at Portland State University, and she's our new Sports Business Radio intern. I want to welcome ZipRecruiter to our family of sponsors. Again, really happy to have them on board. My listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash SBR. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash SBR. Happy to have them on board. A podcast reminder, you can catch our show on demand via podcast. Go to iTunes, type in Sports Business Radio rated in the top 50 business news podcasts. You can also find our show on Audio Boom via the TuneIn Radio and Stitcher apps and, of course, at sportsbusinessradio.com. Follow me on Twitter in between shows at SB Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Sports Business Radio. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio.